So bye bye, Miss American Pie. Join my Chevy to the levee, but the levee was dry. Good old boy, drinking whiskey and wine, saying this will be the day that I die. Hey, how's it going? Welcome to the Death by Internet Podcast, episode 29. It is Sunday, the 23rd of the 2nd. 2020. I'm your host, Phoenix Trinidad, and uh, I don't know if you could tell by the opening song, the opening song that I just sung then, uh, but I've just come back straight from the pub from watching the Wilder Fury, Tyson Fury versus Deontay Wilder fight number two, and I gotta admit, I'm a little drunk. It's good. It's good. This, this is my plan all day, right? I was like, you know what? I haven't done a podcast in about since like last October. Um, this is the time I'm gonna I set everything up in the morning and then I went to the pub I watched the fight had a great time sunk a few beers I'm trying to keep it you know a bit a bit more low carb so I kept uh, I was on the gin and gin and sodas and uh, and now I'm here after the fight which is great doing a podcast I haven't done one of these in a, in a long time and what a fucking fight uh, by the way if if you're not a boxing fan, um, and if this is your first time listening to this podcast, I don't know why it would be. Um, I mean, actually, I do know why it would be because, you know, if you've only just met me in the recent past three months or so, you wouldn't know that this podcast exists. And probably if you've known me in the past 10 years, you might not know that this podcast exists. Um, I don't really talk about it much. Uh, I don't really do it much, to be perfectly honest. Um, but I do have plans to rekindle it this year. Look, I just do it whenever. I mean, I've been, every time I do one of these things, I'm like, oh, I've got plans to do more of these. Um, of course I've got plans to do it. I just do it, you know, whenever I want to do it. Anyway, so today I uh, watched the Deontay Wilder fight uh, with, against Tyson Fury and that was a mother fucking good fight. Um, it wasn't as, you know, obviously it was, a, it was a complete domination by Tyson Fury, but just as a spectacle, it was amazing, amazing. First of all, Tyson Fury comes out in I don't know what you like. A, he's he he comes out dressed as a king, and then he's got one of those you know those platforms where you like right like the throne. He's got the throne sitting on top of a platform, and the platform is being carried by like the, the slaves. I guess they're supposed to represent, which is so great. But also, I don't know, I don't know. You're fighting a black guy. You know, previously he was he 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 made he went viral for going on a rant about how black people are still fighting for you know their their rights and stuff to this day to this day. And then he comes out again in this fight looking like royalty with slaves. Like it's it's an amazing like the 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 balls on this guy is just incredible. And uh, and he came out and then and Deontay Wilder had an equally confusing entrance too like he came out first of all he had Deontay Wilder big black guy from Alabama he comes out with this like I he's this rapper who's rapping like he, he rapped non-stop the entrance itself probably took like an hour in total from him to get to like the change rooms to the ring and the whole time he had like this hype man at the at the at the front of the posse rapping the whole time he went through like I don't know a hundred bars of whatever rapper. I didn't hear a single lyric. I couldn't understand a single thing. I assume it was like, you know, hyping up the fight. Deontay's the best. Blah, 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 blah. 
But, you know, I'm more just impressed that he had the lung capacity. He's probably a fighter himself, you know, with that lung capacity. That that wrap-up could probably last 12 rounds himself. Um, anyway, so he comes out, Deontay Wilder comes out uh, in dressed as, I don't know, like, he looked like one, <laughs> he looked like, He's just dressed in, like, this armor with, like, black glitter and sequins and shit. He looked like a gay version of those wraiths from Lord of the Rings. You know, like, those, the, like, the the guys on the horses with all, that is chasing Frodo and stuff in Lord of the Rings. That's what he looked like. He looked like a gay, more eccentric version of that. And, man, both of those, <laughs> that's the thing about boxing, man. Like, both of those entrances are such a gamble. Because both of those entrances look like something where you'd be like, okay, this is definitely the type of entrance where this dude is, needs to lose this fight, you know? It's like it's too perfect, the setup. It's like he, he went too overboard, he has to lose this fight now. But then it sort of equaled, equaled each other out because they both did it. They both came out looking like they're fucking cartoon characters. And i got to admit, it was, it was so enjoyable, so enjoyable. Um... It was a great fight. It was a great fight. Uh, like, because if you saw the first one, Tyson Fury versus Deontay Wilder, number one, it was that, uh, a, a great fight. Much more, much more boxing. Um, you know, Fury was dancing a lot. It was just mostly looked like he was trying to avoid that, uh, that knockout right, uh, right cross that Deontay Wilder has. But this fight was a complete, just a domination from uh, Tyson Fury. It was great. He, uh, he came out aggressive. He just dominated the fight. He knocked, I think he knocked him down like the third round or something. Unreal. Unreal, man. Tyson Fury 2 is like a hell of a character. Like, I don't know what that guy's deal is, but he's, you know, the Gypsy King, whatever. But he, there's something so likable about him too because he doesn't move traditionally like a bot. Like, he looks, I don't know, like, I know he's obviously, like, he could knock the fuck out of me if he wanted to. Obviously, but it, there's some when he when he's in the ring, he just looks goofy as fuck. Like he's a goofy dude, but he's like even his head movement and stuff, he just looks goofy. Like he looks like a guy that just got turned into a giraffe. Like some wizard came along, he's like, "Bam, you're a giraffe now!" And then like he's like, he's like, "Oh god!" Like he's like, it's like he can't control his neck. Like he doesn't know how his neck is supposed to move. <laughs> But it worked well, man. It worked well. Congratulations, Mr. Tarzan Fury. And that dude is a psycho, man. I mean, and, and all credit to Deontay Wilder, too. He fought it out like a champion. Like, he was obviously rocked. You know, he was on, like, baby Bambi legs from, like, after he got knocked down in the third or the, the, the third. I think he got knocked down in the third. And then ever since then, he pretty much, he was fucked. Um, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, Wilder is a... He's an animal, man. Like, he... I think in the this is the fifth round or sixth round, he was, you know, he was like performing cunnilingus on Dante Wilder's neck, <laughs> just, just slurping up some blood for some reason. Like that dude is a psycho, and it, he just made it look he made it look easy. That's not that's not an easy thing to do. He just made it look easy. Great fight. I uh, I watched it in a pub. I uh, I started at one pub where they didn't have they they weren't showing the fight actually, but then. We moved to another pub. It was like me and two other friends, and we moved to another pub. And the the crowd there is so much better watching a big fight. Like if you if you've never watched a big fight in a pub, you owe it to yourself to do it because it was it was amazing. It was amazing. The crowd the crowd really makes it. 
you know. Otherwise, it would have just been me, you know, watching it in this other pub on my phone, just sort of yelling at myself. Yeah, it wouldn't have been fun, but when the crowd is really into it, in the and it's not like we were at the fight, but uh, yeah, it was it was great, you know. And then obviously Fury wins, and then he just starts he starts singing, like he starts doing karaoke in the middle of the ring, which is great because that's I feel like <laughs> as a Filipino, that's pretty much what I would do, you know. That's what I would do. That's that's we take any prime opportunity to show off our karaoke skills. I wouldn't be surprised if Fury is secretly Filipino, you know? <laughs> Just start singing American Pie. Oh, man, brutal. Great fight, great fight. Good time, good time. And, uh, you know, I miss I miss the, uh, you know, it's summer. I'm not really a cricket guy, so I don't really watch, like, uh, I don't really go to pubs and watch cricket. I watch the footy sometimes in pubs, but uh, not the, not so much like summer sports. So it's been a little while. I, I liked it, I liked it. There's a shout out to the uh, Matthew Flinders sports bar in uh, somewhere in Chadston or whatever. Although it was a little bit of a weird experience because there's uh, there's like these kids in the in the pub, which is always a good thing. Like that's what you want, right? You want kids running around, and uh, they just there's just like these two kids, and there was no not even a suggestion of parental like observation at any point there's just two random kids walking around and uh they they one of them got up on the pool table you know and there was the other one that was like super arrogant and for some reason like he threw he just started throwing the billiard ball like off the table and was just throwing it at like head height too like that could have hit somebody and knocked them out yeah like and i would have been you know somebody would have been like on baby giraffe legs like fucking jante wilder in the middle of the pub and nobody is doing a thing, you know? I mean, by this point, everybody's pretty fucked. I was pretty fucked. I still am. But, you know, who, like, but I was looking around. I was like, who the fuck is, who's looking after these fucking kids? Whose kids are these? Yeah. And all the, and all the adults that were interacting with the kids definitely weren't their parents because they, you know, they were having fun with them. <laughs> you know, none of the, none of the adults looked like they'd given up yet. Because whoever whoever the parents of these kids were, there was like two five-year-old boys and like a three-year-old girl or whatever, like, and they were just running around in this fucking Australian pub. One of them had no shoes on. It's, I, I, I couldn't believe it. And then clearly these parents had just either given up or the kids belonged to the pub, you know? And these kids definitely, they're never going to leave that pub. They're, gonna, they're there from the ages of five They'll grow up there. They'll probably become a glassy by the time they're 16. Uh, and then they'll just start drinking there and they'll never leave it. I don't think they're ever going to leave it, you know? Unless one of them hits it big on the pokies, they might be able to escape. But, you know, I felt bad for him. Anyway, this kid, this five-year-old kid, he comes up to me and, like, he threw a billiard ball and it, like, rolled past my foot. And I think he must have thought that I kicked it away or something. And then, like, this kid, he came up to me, he picked up the billiard ball and then he, like, he, like, he was, like, holding it up against me like he was about to throw it at my head. And it's like a five-year-old kid. And like, I don't know what to do in that situation because it's not my kid. But like, that's, first of all, that's fucking rude. Like, you don't threaten to throw something at another human being like that. I know he's a kid, but like, he's just, he's so lucky. Like, even if he's, like, clearly his parents weren't there. But if it was, if it was just me and this kid in this pub, I would have, like, I would have punted him. 
across the road into an oncoming Uber. Like, I just, like, who was looking after this kid? Look after your fucking kids. Don't bring a kid into a pub and then just let them loose. Like, I know it takes a village to raise a kid or whatever, but it's not a fucking pub. I'm trying to watch a fight. What am I, why am I, now I'm like, you know, putting myself in danger of getting arrested for assaulting a child because some cunt couldn't fucking raise his little shit. I don't know. I don't know. Either, you know, if you're going to bring your kid to a pub, look after him, you know? Don't just let them loose in the billiard room. Anyway. Uh, anyway, that was my... <laughs> that was my afternoon, you know? It was a good game. It was a good match. Sorry, it was a good fight. Um, and, uh, yeah, all the best to Deontay Wilder. I don't know what's supposed to happen next. I guess one of them is meant to fight Anthony Joshua. Um... You know, after he he beat up that fat Mexican dude, you know, Andy Ruiz, Andy Ruiz. Um, but yeah, all the best, all the best. I'm I'm really I'm really excited for this year. Like it's already been such a great year for combat sports. Um, but you know, upcoming, you know, you still got Adesanya to fight Joel Romero, so Khabib Ferguson. Knock on wood. Hopefully that still happens. It's going to be a good year. It's going to be a good year. But, you know, I don't know. This this podcast, I don't know the topic of this podcast anymore. You know, it's called Death by Internet. I haven't done it in a, like three months. Um, now I'm talking about boxing and MMA. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? I just do what I want. I do what I do when I want to do what I do. You know, I've never been drunk on this podcast either before. So that's new. Um, maybe this is what I have to do now every time. Yeah, this is my only way of uh, motivating myself to sit down and fucking do this thing. Um, yeah, anyway. What else is news? What's going on with you guys? How you been? Yeah, it's been a while since I've spoken to you. Um, oh, I watched that movie uh, Parasite the other week. Parasite, that was the one that won like Best Picture. Um, that's a great fucking movie, by the way. Um, if you guys haven't seen Parasite, you should go see, go, go see Parasite, you know. It's, uh, it's one of the one best picture. It's a South Korean movie. You've got to be able to read, just so you know, just before anybody, uh, before, before you go, if you're not a subtitle person, um, I don't suggest this movie. Um, actually, you could probably watch this movie just without the subtitles because the visuals are fucking, it's shot fucking schmick. It's a, a well shot film. It's by uh, the South Korean director whose first name is Bong, which is great. No, that's always good, isn't it? You know? Um, and he did that, uh, he did that movie Snowpiercer. That's the only other movie that I've seen that, uh, he did that I liked. I liked that movie a lot though too. It was like, uh, sent a train with, uh, with like Captain America. Captain America is like fighting him, fighting from the back of the train to the front of the train. It's good. It's good stuff. You know, highly recommend. Um, anyway, Parasite It's I don't know. I don't know how to explain that movie. It's weird. It's very, it's, it's good. It's worth watching. I think the best way to watch it is to not know anything about it. All you got to know is that it's subtitles, you know? And, uh, and I don't know if it was the best movie of the year. I don't think I saw any of the other movies that were nominated for best picture, but, uh, and they made a big deal. I feel like it only won best picture at the Oscars because the Oscars, they're all fucking, you know, they're, they're super woke and they just want to make you know, you want to have like a first every year. So this is the first foreign film or whatever to make best picture, which is great. You know, fucking congratulations to Mr. Bong. Um, but I don't know. It doesn't really mean anything anyway, but it just, it does. It is a good movie. It is worth watching. 
but there is this, there's this one scene, uh, like, and I, I didn't know anything about it before I watched it, and I was like, what is this? Is this going to be like a thriller or like a horror or like a dark comedy? And I think it's mostly dark comedy. It has a lot of like themes, like a lot of metaphors for, uh, like, it, I guess, like class structure and anti-capitalism and all that sort of shit, which is the same as sort of Snowpiercer, but this one is like way more, I want to say grounded, but there's this, man, I mean, spoiler alert too. There's a scene, if you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. There's a scene where this girl, <laughs> she gets kicked down the stairs. <laughs> and, like, I know it's bad to be laughing at that, but that is the funniest fucking thing I've seen. Like, I haven't laughed out loud at a movie in so long. And, like, even comedies, like, a lot of comedies suck these days. But I haven't, <laughs> I haven't laughed at a, at a movie in a long time. And there's this one scene where, and it happens like, that's why it's so funny because it just happens so quickly, but it's such a perfect, it's called a teep, that front kick to the, to the chest is bang. And, uh, <laughs> she gets, get, she just gets kicked down the stairs and it's just, <laughs> just the greatest moment in a movie that I've seen in a long time. I don't know why I like that so much, but you know, anyway, it's worth watching. You got, you should see, you should see more, you know, if you haven't. If you're not used to it, you should definitely watch more movies from other countries because you get, like, that's the best way to, like, sort of figure out other cultures and stuff, you know? Expand your mind a little bit. You know, if you can't afford to go to South Korea, just watch a South Korean movie. It's the same thing, you know? Travel broadens the mind, but, you know, travel is fucking expensive, so watch some fucking, uh, you know, watch some world cinema. <laughs> that's how they do it, right? And, uh, I don't know why, like, I, I, obviously, like, I'm fucking Asian, so I've, you know, I've seen my fair share of, uh, world cinema, um, but if I, like, I don't even, it's not even because I'm Asian, you know why? <laughs> you know why I like world cinema? Why I like foreign films? Because when I was younger, and this is going back to, like, the 90s, early 2000s or whatever, the only way that I could find, like, titties on TV were, is, was when I would watch, like, SBS, like world movies on SBS, like late at night, you know, because you know that the, because you just knew that every time you turn on SBS past nine o'clock, there's a pretty, there's like an 80% chance that you're going to see some titties, you know, and that's how they get you, they trick you, that's how they trick you, that's how those foreigners, those, those filthy foreigners, they trick you into watching good cinema, because <laughs> you know, it's like, ah, right, well, what we're going to do, is we're going to put some titties in here, and uh, that'll... You know, that'll rake in some new audience and sort of, uh, yeah, anyway. That's what I did. That's, what, that, that's how I got, <laughs> that's how I expanded my, uh, that's how I accidentally became a film buff. As I, I was looking for titties and uh, on SBS and I started watching uh, a lot of foreign French film. <laughs> I actually remember, you know what, I remember, I think I remember the exact movie too that I decided that, oh yeah, fucking, you know, French, French cinema and, uh, world cinema is actually pretty good. There's this movie with, uh, Marion Cotillard. Uh, she's that French, she was like, uh, she was in, uh, Batman, the third Batman movie. And, uh, she was in this movie, this French film called Jules des Femmes, which is like this weird French movie called like, I think it means like, love me if you dare. And, um, it was like this weird take on toxic relationships where this uh, this couple would find each other. They they met in childhood and they would find each other throughout life. 
because they were playing this like weird game, but the game kept continuing throughout their entire lives. And then it was so weird. And like at the start, you know, obviously there's some titties at the start. And uh, that's how I, that's how I got into it. That's the first scene that I saw. I'm like, oh yes, fuck yeah, titties. Because I was like, I don't know, 12 years old or something. I'm like, yeah, titties on SBS. And then um, I started watching it. And I kept watching it, waiting for more titties. And then, you know, I got engrossed in the characters and the film and the writing and the cinematography. And I'm like, hey, you know what? This is, this is a pretty good film. These bastards, they got me. <laughs> and you know what? I reckon that is a solid strategy. I reckon Netflix is actually doing that now. Because if you, and I'm not, you know, the, I'm probably going to sound like a creep with this. But if you look at some certain, there's some certain series on Netflix where they put a lot of titties in the first couple of episodes. And then the rest of the series there's not really any titties but you're watching it anyway because you're already engrossed by the characters that you met in the first episode but you were only really watching the first episode because there's titties but then you keep watching because you want to see more titties it's a good strategy you know i think i figured it out i figured you out hollywood i know what you're up to you fucking weirdos um man i probably shouldn't drink and do podcasts say eh? I, I, I honestly can't remember what i was talking about um anyway yeah jude Fan. it's a good movie um, I've, I've talked like, I've only talked about three fucking things on this podcast. Um, you know what? That might be it. I, uh, I've got a lot of regret about doing this. I probably shouldn't have done this, um, to be perfectly honest. Uh, I don't know why I thought that, you know, I haven't done a podcast in a while. You should get drunk and do one. That's a good idea. Um, yeah. All right. Cool. Anyway, decisions. Um, as you can see, uh, I haven't caught up with, uh, this podcast audience in a long time. And, um, as you can tell, my life is, uh, it's fine. It's fine. You know, I'm getting drunk and doing podcasts by myself, talking to myself like a complete psycho. That's a normal thing for humans to be doing, right? You know, my life hasn't completely fallen off the wagon yet, but we'll get there. We'll get there. Anyway, um, I think that's it from me today. Um, congratulations again to Tyson Fury. Um, go watch Parasite. It's a good movie. And, uh, you know, bye.